MLive and News and Education present a celebration of hip-hop and culture for Black History Month. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. All right, the next guest on the podcast is Brielle Leslie, uh, and she starts out talking about where the start was, when everything happened, how she started, and where it went from there. When I had graduated from high school, I got in a girl group, and um, I've always wanted to sing. Let me just say that first. Like, I may have strayed away sometimes growing up, but I've always ended up going back to it. And in that school, it wasn't really much support in people, like, motivating you to do it. It was pretty much a lot of drama and real high school stuff going on. In right. there. So it wasn't really, like, what I was used to. So when I had left school, um, I, was, I tried to go to college, you know. It wasn't really my thing. Not saying that everybody shouldn't go to college. I'm just saying it wasn't really something that I was happy doing. And music was always the thing that I always ran back to. And it's finally working for me. It even worked then. It's just that I was just too young to understand the work ethic and the time and the consistency and the drive and all of the things that goes with it. I was too young to understand that. Like, I had my moments when I just wanted to be a kid. Get it? So now that I'm actually pursuing my career, I've learned how to juggle my life a little better to be able to still live and still be that person that I want to be with my you know my career life so all right, and Brielle, I want to transition there a little bit because uh, I, I've been waiting for two weeks to ask you this question because I, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm mesmerized by it, and and you and I don't know each other very well, but I spent 20 years working in hip hop radio here in Grand Rapids, and so hip hop has always been something I'm fascinated by, and I'm spe- I'm specifically fascinated when you bump into people who are clearly as talented as you, and want oh, I want you. well, I want to talk very specifically like. When you're classically trained like you are, what what's your approach to building a song, right? Because one of the things that you hear a, as the internet kind of proliferated itself everywhere is that, you know, you don't need a record label. You don't need this. You don't need that. You just need a four track and you can do your thing. And that's certainly true. However, when you have a solid foundation in how music actually works, I feel it makes it probably a little easier, right? Well, honestly, I'll just be straight with you um I wasn't really taught how to do any of the things that I do and this is the truth like it's just honestly something that I just knew how to do or learned learned how to do better you get what I'm saying um I when I write a song all my music is usually off of real life experiences um and I just put it in a melody and it, that's usually the best music because that's the music that most people can relate to. I don't really, I don't really like have a way to tell you that it's done because <laughs> it's just pretty much a vibe. You get what I'm saying? Like it's a vibe. It's just something that you feel. Well, honestly, some people can be trained to do it. I necessarily never had any type of training doing it. And you can see that in in your social footprint, right? And I know that that's the glossy side of everybody's life, but. If it's not a video, like a, a professionally made video, which yours are fantastic, you know, it's you doing acapella stuff all over the place, which, you know, just speaks to the level of talent that you've had. And you've got a quote uh, in an interview I read, I think it was late last year, where you said that mm-hmm. you want to you want to be the star people used to love, which I feel leans into yeah. leans into the people that you looked up to before you got to this point, like the Whitney Houston's of the world. Is that kind of what you're talking about? 
Yeah, I mean, like, the mega star doesn't exist anymore. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, social media in the digital world that we live in now, it's like if you want to see your favorite celebrity, you just type their name in social media and you can see what they're doing today. Back in the day, artists and singers were more exclusive and they were more appreciated. It's like everybody now, as long as you have a big following and your numbers are growing, and you have big numbers and people are like paying attention to you, you're pretty much considered a celebrity or labels want to pick you up. It's not really based off talent anymore. It's really based off money and numbers now. And I, I, I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to um, adjust to being that kind of star. Like I'm truly talented, you know, and I always want people to love me for my talent and not for what I wear or what I, you know, the image that I portray. I want people to love me for my gift because that's the whole purpose of this, to touch people through what I do. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, for sure. Well, because it's, it's almost as if if we go back to peak Whitney Houston, right? Um, there was mm-hmm. there was some mysticism and wonder about what she did and how she did it, right? And and obviously some of that mysticism and wonder wore off as she got older and the internet age showed up and you could see everything she was doing. So to your point, it's it I feel it might be hard in 2018 to be an artist that has some wonder around them because everything is publicly available by typing, like you said, your name into a Google search. Right. Well, Whitney Houston, <laughs> Whitney Houston was like one of a kind to me. Like Whitney Houston probably taught me most of the things that I know how to do just by me studying her as much as I did as a kid. But Whitney Houston was truly gifted, you know? Sure. Like she can do things vocally that people today don't even have to do anymore. Like artists back then really worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> like artists back in the day really worked. Like they, even now, like, even not even just like the Whitney Houston's and stuff because people with talents like Whitney and Mariah Carey they had special gifts that made them stood stand out just by opening their mouth. They didn't have to do the dancing and the performing for real. They just really can open their mouth and they would get the attention of others. Nowadays it's like like back in the day you could just walk you could go to a label wait outside for someone important to come out hand them your tape and you passed out tapes and you know, you, you made people listen to you. Today, it's like you just upload it on SoundCloud and you just, you know, make all your friends shout it out. And it's it's just, it's not the grind like it used to be. It used to be a real grind where people really actually sold their music out of their trunk. Now it's anybody can put out music. So I don't know. It's just a different world, a different time. And I just, I still want to be that mega star. Like I want that mega star to I want that mega star to still exist today like you would never find that reaction that you get back when Michael Jackson was walking through a building like people fainted you know right. it's not <laughs> right. like that you'll never get that anymore like today's world is different Beyonce probably is one of the last to be a mega star because she came up in a time where that still exists and she's still current today. So she still lives by those, you know, those rules of back in the day when you were a star. She's real exclusive. You know, you're not just about to see Beyonce posting. She probably don't even run her social media, honestly. Somebody oh, there's, else does that yeah, for there's her. no way she runs it. Yeah, no way at all. <laughs> 
tell you. I think one of um, you know one of the on, one of the ongoing jokes is that uh, Jay Z is her Instagram husband that takes all the photos for her. So maybe <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's running it for. Her. He don't even run his probably because <laughs> he grew up in that time too. <laughs> so Please. Brielle, let's let's talk about some tactics, right? For kids that might be listening to this and they have a gift. Maybe it's not singing. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's film. Maybe it's photography. Whatever it is, you know. You have said in, in, I don't know, countless interviews, and you even said it here, like you can't speak to how music got in your life because it was just always there. But how did you yeah. know that you were going to share it with the world? What was the moment that you were going to ship it out and let people check it out? Like how can people find that voice in themselves and the, and the, um, <clears throat> the ability to want to share it without being afraid that people are going to say it sucks? Well, first I would say... You can't care what people think first because people aren't always going to accept you. It's really what you deliver and how you feel about yourself and that that feeling is transparent. Like, that's that's what's going to transfer to others. If Okay, I, I love using her as an example, Cardi B. Cardi B always has been herself. Most people don't really like her as an artist and everything, but her as a person – She's always been herself. She's always been the same person. And at first, people talked about her. Oh, her teeth messed up. Oh, she's ghetto. Oh, she can't talk. But she remained who she was, and people began to accept her for who she was and became true fans of her. Like, if you want to do something and this is what you want to do, you have to love doing it first. And then other people will love to do it also. You can't just worry about what people you know, are going to say, if they're going to accept it, if they're going to like it, you can't worry about those things because only you see your vision. No one else sees it until you make them see it. So can nobody understand why Brio Leslie is singing the way she's singing and why she won't do, you know, the, the type of music that everybody else is doing. She's not doing that because that's not what she sees for her. Eventually everyone will accept Brio Leslie for who Brio Leslie is. So... I just feel like you stay true to yourself and you do what you love to do and everybody will love you for doing what you do. You can't have a million people doing the same thing because then there's nothing special about you. That's You just have to know what you do. Yeah. You have to know what you want and then you have to do it. And that's it. Just do it. <laughs> well, and, and, and whatever happens when you do it. Well, I'll embrace it. Yeah, well, and, and I, I think that's that's the secret sauce, right? When we were talking uh, earlier, you were saying, like, I, I've been working. And, and we all, I mean, you know, like, we, we can see that you're doing the work. And I, I think that's the part that a lot of people miss, right, is they see Brielle in a video on YouTube and they think the glamorous part is the part. And that's not the part. No, that's the, that's the that's end, not right? That's not even a piece of it. <laughs> right. That's the, that's the result of it. Right. <laughs> but no one sees all the work that went into it from the planning of the videos and the wardrobe and the hair and the, and the song being created. Like there's a lot that's going on before you see the result of it. And it's like, you have to work. To, it's like you would give like a hundred percent of your time. Well, I'll say like 80% of your time making it. And then the 20% result I mean, the 20% is all the result that you are going to see. Like, they're only going to see 20% of all the work that you put into it. You get what I'm saying? Because it's, like, so much more than what they think it is. When you want something, you have to go get it. No excuses. 
Like, you just have to do it. And there's no, there's no excuses because it's like, it's what you want. If it's what you want, there's no excuse. Make it happen. The grind, the sacrifice, everything that comes with it, all of that has a lot to do with what your result is going to be. Awesome stuff. Now, now, Brielle, like we've been talking for 15 minutes, right? And we've probably named every channel that you're actually on. But most people have one that they like a lot. If if fans want to talk to you, where is that Instagram? Where do they where do you want to be contacted most? Um, The main social media site that I'm probably on the most is probably Instagram because that's where I started. You know, I started doing videos in the bathroom. And then when people started liking the videos and started requesting, that's when I say, hey, I'm about to just do this for real. (laughs) (laughs) So Instagram has always been like the number one home for social media for me. I have other social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, um, but Instagram is the go-to for me. Um, I respond to DMs, you know, probably not immediately, (laughs) right? but I always go and check them. I don't never let them just sit. I respond to people. I give advice. You know, I just I'm a regular person. I'm just fighting for my dreams. Absolutely. Brielle, thank you. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Have a wonderful week and we cannot wait to have you back. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to come back. This was very, very refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) I like I like interviews like this because it gives me a chance to explain, you know, everything that. I do and gets people to understand my purpose. So I really appreciate interviews like this. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you.